McCorn straight out of Five Scotland. You're listening to Films and Swearing, a movie podcast with your hosts Stuart Sullen and the No Cairn, Always Swearing, Andy Walker. Yeah. Welcome to episode 220 of the Films and Swearing movie podcast. Today we will be continuing the mammoth quest to conquer. <laughs> IMDb top 250, yeah. well, 10% of it. Uh, today we are covering film ranked at number 169. Michael Cinemino's. I think he can do the fucking yeah. director. Uh, the Deer Hunter. Aye. That one with Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken and that other boy Savage. Not Randy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, before we get into all those hijinks of today's film, Joseph uh, Palato, or Joe Palato died. Not a clue. Yes. He is the crazy army general from Day of the Dead. More or less like a character that kind of stole that film for having these great fucking outbursts. Uh, Day of the Dead was the one that was, took place in like a mine underground. Oh, I uh, it was just that. like bunch of soldiers and scientists stuck underground observing the zombies and it's sort of like cabin fever. The soldiers are going mental because they've been cooked up underground for too long and mm. and then whilst all this is going on the zombies slowly break in and one of the scientists is actually trying to is befriending a zombie and teaching it things and it's oh, getting it to talk again. <laughs> I think it was Bud or Bub was the name of it and he was getting it to shave and the fucking soldier that Joe plays is like, no, no, I fucking like, have him shot. But, oh, I'll play a clip. Well, actually, I'll play that in a minute. His IMDb top four consists of Day of the Dead. I yeah. reckon this is his most famous role. Uh, Pulp Fiction. He's credited as Dean Martin. So I think that must be the scene where Uma Thurman and John Travolta kind of go to that Jack Rabbit Slims. Yeah. And so, because they got said by Marilyn Monroe, and so he uh-huh. must have been playing Dean Martin. Right. Because that's one of the rap pack, isn't it? Right. Sounds like it, yeah. He was in Dawn of the Dead, but you just credited as Officer at Police Desk. <laughs> and Some promotion. Yeah. <laughs> and then Digimon Adventures 2. <laughs> he is the voice of uh, Metal Greymon. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, and... Ah, he died at the age of 70. And it was terrible because I, I assumed he was dead already. Aye. And I, when I bought the Day of the Dead seal book, it was, uh, they showed you all this footage of him on tour. And it was filmed in 2009. And it was like him going to Edinburgh and Dublin to like these horror cons. But it was also to promote the release of Day of the Dead on Steelbook. Uh-huh. But he's went for being like this army... General, who I'll try and pull up a picture of what he looked like then, to now he just kind of looks like sort of like a retired 80s wrestler who's still living the gimmick. <laughs> Long hair, leather jacket, <laughs> string vest, dog tags. Fuck's sake. And you just, you just assume probably every night before he went on stage, he'd probably done a bump of coke off his hotel key card. And <laughs> <laughs> so I was really surprised to see that he was still alive. Lo and behold, one week later, pronounced dead. Oh. I was like, holy shit. You're a jinx. That's <laughs> horrible. How did that happen? And Netflix will go make a documentary about you soon. <laughs> the jinx. 
That's all I did want. I was just missing that's all I did isn't it? <laughs> so that was in, in Day of the Dead. Right. And this is him at every sort of horror con going. Oh, for fuck's sake. So you can tell that guy's not like, he went for this to this. You could tell he's. And I think he is just kind of living, was living off of that, that role. That was the role that made him famous. Yeah. So we'll find that key scene. Right. I haven't eaten. Is there food? You were supposed to be here at 7 o'clock sharp, mister. I know. Sarah told me. I'm sorry I couldn't break away. Is there food? Listen, egghead. Let me bring you up to date Excuse on what's me. been... Let me... Excuse me. Is there food? I'm running this monkey farm now, Frankenstein, and I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time. We're just jerking off here. I'm going to have my men blow the piss out of those precious specimens of yours, and we're going to get the hell out of here and leave you and your highfalutin asshole friends to rot in this stinking sewer. Yeah. Where will you go, Captain? You can destroy my specimens, but what about the millions more that are waiting to greet you outside? Alright, they fuck with scientists and with Asperger's. <laughs> he doesn't care that you could kill him. <laughs> Is there food? <laughs> He's just hungry. I'm famished. Oh, yes. If I do we, we drink over there. Ruined your carpet somewhere. I poured one out for, <laughs> for Joe Palato. Uh, other than that, on with the film quiz. Ooh. So. So what? Uh, I'm trying to remember. What where the kids are that you can answer to? Yeah, my wee rain man <laughs> brain is quickly going. Right, if I know Andrew, he will pick that pile. I typically go for the third card. <laughs> If anyone's picking up this very noisy table, pick three kids, bitch. Three kids. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. We're going for these. Actually. You need to get your nails done, sir. What nails? Exactly. Get some. Unless <laughs> you shuffle them after you pick your. exact same category for you it's like that's not very well mixed at all no it's not because I've got three classics <laughs> you're shy I've got three comedies <laughs> or, yeah. at least I've got a chance yeah <laughs> uh, if you want to know last week aye what happened uh, Mike won oh yes I failed to get a question right on um, the animated movie Trolls what was it uh, what is the name of the creatures that were trying to eat the trolls? Bergen. Yep, I can remember that. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? Shit, I should know this. I was going to call them brogues for a start. <laughs> brogues. Getting eaten by shoes. Yes. Fancy, fancy shoes. Fuck you. So, um, I'm going first. Yes, yeah. Okay. Who played Uncle Buck? In the movie of the same name. What's his name? Fuck. You can't fall so soon. 
Huh? <laughs> I was like, you can't even, you can't lose now. I can hear, I can hear his. I'm thinking his name. See his face. Aye, thinking his name. A block of parts. Give me a name. <laughs> I can't, because I can't help but whatever I say. I just threw the card because, like, easy as fuck, he'll get that. And then it's like, what do you mean, no? No, person. John Candy. Fuck. Isn't the sun just blank? So, are we the investor three then? <laughs> We're not just ending it right there. No. On to the deer hunter. <laughs> okay. Classical? Yes. Who is the real life Anne in Richard Burton's nineteen sixty nine movie Anne of the of a thousand days? John Candy. <laughs> Seriously, do you have a chance? <laughs> I'm giving the funny answer because I don't have a real answer. Uh, Anne Bolin. Nah. Is that Bolin? Aye, Bolin. Oh, even Keel. In which country is the best exotic marigold hotel? India. That's right. Who wrote the music to the 1965 movie What's New Pussycat? Apparently, if if it's that title, I just want to say Tom Jones, but... That's what I would have said. Yeah, nah, I don't know. Burt Bacharach. I've heard the name, but I would have never known what he'd done. Alright, you've got one up. In which 2011 movie saw Rebel Wilson Rebel Wilson rise to fame with Matt Lucas as her brother? Shit, is it Bridesmaid? It is. Fuck. She was well cast in that, because if you could like shave her head, she would look like Matt Lucas. <laughs> it was like, scarily close. I'll give you your last thing just to give you, see if you can save face. Yeah. On which continent was the John Wayne movie Atari set? What? Continent? I don't know, geography, let alone. There's only seven of them, so. Mm, I'm going to sound really stupid. America? <laughs> I don't know continents. No. No. no, it was Africa. Africa. Well, I'm just thinking John Wayne is like, it has to be like Mexico or like, I'm trying to think, where do all the Westerns take place? <laughs> right. I thought, Basically, I know. So, I've fallen on my own sword. You lose, bitch. This week. So, now on to The Deer Hunter. Right. From director Michael Semino. People don't come here to hear me pronounce names right. So. No. Uh, he is known, like, all his IMDb top credits is all for writing rather than directing, funnily enough. So, writing credits for Deer Hunter, Heaven's Gate, Year of the Dragon, and Clint Eastwood film, Magnum Force. Magnum Force. Which I think is like one of the later Dirty Harry films. Is it? Yeah. I have to think he maybe started, like, I think Magnum Force is an early credit for him. So I think it was writer turned director. Mm-hmm. So, film stars Robert De Niro as Michael, John Gazelle, C A Z A L E, 
as Stan, John Savage as Stephen, Christopher Walken as Nick, Meryl Streep as Linda, George Dzunga, Dzunga, DZ, UNDZA, as John, Chuck Asperden as Axel, and a few others. And what happens in The Deer Hunter? They go hunting deer, then they go into the war, and then they come back for the war. Shit arms in between. Yes. They go to war and they become the deer. Uh. <laughs> it's uh, hard to describe it when I didn't actually get What the fuck was going on? <laughs> uh, right, so let's kick things off. Was it a first time watch? Yes. Okay. Did Prior to seeing it today, did you have any memories of this film? Well, I Just think that they play fucking Russian roulette in it. Probably that was it. What it's most famous for, isn't it? So. Um, for myself, this was maybe my third time watching it. I I remember, I think I'd seen it once, and then when I was collecting the wrong type of uh, media, when I had my HD DVD drive, uh-huh. I remember buying The Deer Hunter on HD DVD <laughs> and never watching it. Foxy. So, I never got to see how clean and crisp it looked on my Xbox 360. <laughs> but, so that eventually left when I sold that um, but no that was me kind of revisiting it for, for this and again every time I kind of revisit films like 10 years later it's like oh I understand it a lot more than I did the first time I watched it <laughs> in a sense maybe I'm just I might have understood it back then but I feel like now I kind of <laughs> could get a better grasp of the film uh, right so tell me did you like the film? I and no. There's bits I liked. Yeah. There's like parts that was that was good. Oops. But then there was bits that just kind of felt like oh, I was on it for a wee while until something good happens. Kind of thing. <laughs> so there was just nothing interesting going on. It is. It's, it's one of these films where like prior to watching it, it's like three or something, three hours, three minutes. And it's to do with war, and it's only really known for like that one Russian roulette scene. It's like, well, what the fuck happens in the other three hours of the film? Mm. And it's, it's one you watch. I was trying to figure it out through the week. I wouldn't you cry an entertaining film. You didn't watch it for entertainment. It's like it's like an epic, like a, a drama, where it's just like a, it's a sort of like a, it's a story. You're just watching it just to kind of see where the characters go. No, just because you're really enjoying it. Mm. So it's just. Which is weird to say. I just, yeah, it's very like, weird to hear. It's like, that's, it's like, I'm going to watch this. I do, I do go enjoy it, but ah, it's like, see what happens at the end. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> when you're watching it, it's like, you kind of go, fuck, this is brilliant. Like, well, so there's bits in it where it's like, it is really good. According to you. Ah, to me. There's some great <laughs> parts of this film, but as an overall, it's just like, that's something, was, I, I was trying, I just said, it's something you have to watch. Like, it's probably something you watch once and never need to revisit again. Yeah. Unless you're really into, like, those actors or, or fucking Vietnam war films, even though it's kind of different, because it's, for all, like, the sort of war films we've watched recently, this has a real lack of it. It's really confined to the middle chunk of the film. And it's down to just, like, Russian roulette rather than running across battlefields. Ah, there's, like, very little war, isn't it? Yeah, which is, well, 
and I wonder how people reacted back in the day when they went to see it and wondered why the first hour of the film was spent at a Russian Orthodox wedding. I know. When's, when's the Russian relay coming on here? This has been on for 49 minutes now. They're still at this wedding. <laughs> so it is, it's, it's a strange one. It's definitely the director was in a hurry or, telling this story. Or particular about um, fucking certain storylines. They just chuck it in there and then they'll go into it. And you, the key one I think of is Meryl Street being battered by her dad. Alright, there's that. I was there's waiting for like somebody to see the bruise and go somebody go batter fuck at her dad. Well they did see the bruise, they just did they this what was that on your face? Oh bruise me. And actually it took me to like rereading my notes this morning to remember that she was actually the girlfriend of Nick. Alright, so they were going to get married. Exactly. And there's just the way that uh like Mike was looking at her, like Robert De Niro's character. Yeah. Like obviously there there must have been he obviously liked her, but it was just the fact that she was with Nick because he he looked like the guy in charge when he looked at her and seen the bruise on his face. He looked like he was going to be the one that fucking smacks the dad around, but they just like got a bruise on your face. Mm-hmm. Must have deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do now? The other one for this like the first fucking part of the film mm-hmm. was the the guy that was getting married Aye. his Steve. wife was pregnant but it wasn't his bairn they just threw that in mm-hmm. for like 10 settings of the film and then that, that was it it was oh. like when they were getting where he was drunk and he was help, and Nick was helping him in the car Aye. He says I've never actually slept with her man <laughs> it's like how it's not my baby <laughs> or something like that it's like, Steve, we've got more important things going on. We've got war. Aye, we've got hunting the moon. Aye. Just get and get yourself some. Aye, just take you out on a deer of the morning. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on you see the bear and it's like fucking top blonde hair, blue eyes. I wonder <laughs> whose bear it is. Like, <laughs> fucking Christopher Walken sitting there <laughs> fucking shaking in the background. <laughs> Shit, he's got fucking out. That's what you said. The money is for no for him. It's for the bear. Ah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, dirty bastards. <laughs> um, so, about the characters, did, did you have a particular favourite out of the group? Didn't have a favourite, but I had one that I hated more. Oh, okay. It was that fucking... The balding guy? Aye. <laughs> yeah. The absolute arrogant arsehole is our talk. Aye, him and his wee pistol. Aye. Yeah. Like, oh no... The woman I'm dancing with is fucking dancing with somebody else. That's it. Scoop the oh. bitch. <laughs> Aye, the, the bitch is the shocking part. Look, it's going across. The guy's feeling my balls there. Aye, she's prop- dead. Like getting like <laughs> probably getting fingers in there. Is uh, it? Oh, I go over and fucking smack him in the chop. No, no, not the woman. <laughs> Jesus. Then you know, she gets up. Then she's like, Oh, look what you done. And I exactly. <laughs> I look like a fucking knockout punch. She oh. went down, no hesitation. <laughs> Picks her back up and like, I've got a boo-hoo and they kiss and they cuddle and no. she's like, what? Man, she must get fucking knocked out a lot. <laughs> Keys cold. <laughs> Dad's a wrong man. And they just fucking batter and fuck with each other. Uh-huh. That was very weird. Because I was just, I, I expected like a bigger uproar when she just fucking 
well, when he decked her, and was like, oh, come on, that's fine. And then they just got on with it. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Russian weddings. Yeah. Oh, anything, anything goes there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, Robert De Niro's good in it, but... But he's the main character. Exactly. He's the only one you really get to kin about. Yeah. Like, I liked... He's kind of more guarded in a way and he's really he's the brooding hero yeah like the fact how serious he takes deer hunting yeah like when he sat there on the car and they're Before. all pissing about with tins of beer and he's like as a process yeah, I'm going to war myself he's fuck off yourselves aye whereas the rest it's all like a, like a frat they're all just getting pissed having a laugh going in the woods still taking the piss of each other but this is sacred territory yeah it's man and deer there's a process. There's a way to. No, you, with one shot. No, you can't borrow my fucking boots. Aye, <laughs> Bring your own. Seek it, man. <laughs> and my best no yours. Get your own. And Fuck's sake. It was great in that scene because that was the first one where like Christopher Walken comes and takes the boots and chucks it at the bald guy Aye. and just saying, "Here, take them." And De Niro's like, "No, I told you no. <laughs> Give me those boots back." I, I fucking says. <laughs> and there's is like. The one most likely to go daft and kill everyone. You were thinking, De Niro. (laughs) (laughs) But it's... it's... Steven was like the only character that Disney jump out, but it's, I think, kind of just because it's funny that he's Disney appear to be as famous as Christopher Walken, Robert De Niro. And you're like, what's fucking Ray Liotta busy? Huh? I'm just trying to think of another big, like an equally famous face from around that time. So that's when I first got with Ray, Ray Liotta. I thought he could have been like a Joe Pesci. <laughs> can I see? I could see him knocking women out at weddings, but I can't see him being the guy getting married. <laughs> um, but the guy does like does fine. Like he gets a, a like some fucking story. To go through like in second half. Uh, one I did to me doesn't make sense. The, what the fact that the wee veteran hospital they just where he's kept up there rather than staying at home. No, the fact that he's got a broken shin, mm-hmm. and then the next time you see him, he's in a both wheelchair, legs both legs, he's amputated to the waist. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doctors are shy. <laughs> Just the these doctors are ah, stick them off, <laughs> and that's a, that's another thing that kind of pisses me off. Whereas that bit when you where he drags him out the water, yeah, and then the next thing you see him, he doesn't even kind of his pals alive or no, aye. But what happened? Mm-hmm. The film either should be a fucking TV series, yeah, or they should cut out some of the fucking shit and actually fill in some of the storyline. <laughs> Ah, I could see that because it does feel like with the length of it, it, it could have been a TV series. Yeah. Like in in this generation, if it was Netflix doing remaking a Deer Hunter, it would probably be a six part fucking one hour show. Or, mm. but aye, it does. It's kind of like things happen that you do get to kind of. Yes, and it's not really in a way where it's kind of we're fixed on De Niro's like. We don't find out about it because he doesn't know about it until he goes there and sees fucking Stephen in the wheelchair. But it isn't fixed on him and the whole time. And before that, when the fucking De Niro's all by himself, like, in a field, mm-hmm. after the Americans bomb a village, yeah. unless the Vietnam have American helicopters, or they can... 
But they bomb that village, he gets up, and then there's another, there's just a Vietnam, what are you going to boot off here? I see he's hiding, you can't that, see that. That was a brutal scene. Blowing all the fucking, all the buildings up. Oh, aye, like all the women and children hiding in a shelter. Aye, one gets up, so he's a... <laughs> you fucked. And then he gets burned to death. Yes. And then fucking, was it, is it Nick? I keep getting the names mixed up. Aye, Nick. Christopher Walton yeah. turns up way there, the with Stephen. Aye. I like, oh, well, there you are, I've never seen you. Aye. We, we left to go in the army at the same time, mm-hmm. but then it cuts to a time when you've no seen them in ages. Yeah. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I want to kin they things. Why weren't you together? And then, blink and you miss it, now they're all prisoners of war. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I thought they're all just getting together now. Now they're they're tied up under water, well, <laughs> underground. Yes, I could, I could, I could agree with you there. It could be choppy at times. Very choppy. Mm-hmm. But um, trying to think, is there anything in the first half of the film that we haven't covered? Really, just the wedding. I did like that moment where Stephen and his wife were drinking from the the weird chalice thing, and they were talking about if there's any drops. Mm. Bad luck. And then then nobody picked up on it after that. Aye, nobody noticed. Like, all they should have been staring at her. Nobody saw red wine on a white dress the hell night. It should have been, like, on the fucking wedding night where it's like getting ready to bed his woman, pulls off the dress and just sees two spots of wine on her and goes, No, the bird's no mine, is it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I've just seen, like, the two drops of red and it's like, that's one for each leg. Nah, the director's not that intelligent. <laughs> so, but, aye, the Russian roulette scene is easily the biggest thing to take away for the film. Aye, so, to me, the only thing. Aye. Well, I think maybe the Russian roulette scenes, like the two or three you get, are the, like, the pivotal moments of the film, like the, the fucking, where the biggest things happen. Yeah. And it was just when they're, when you seen what they were doing, I reckon if there was a film that's ever showed it before where it's like just having prisoners play Russian roulette. Good money. Yeah. So I reckon if that's ever really been famously shot before. It would have to have been done before. Done in real life. Yes, aye. But sort of done on screen. So I reckon if Deer Hunter was sort of like the first film to kind of show that in a film, which kind of probably would have blown audiences' minds away when they've seen fuck having just the thought of like spinning a fucking gun barrel and one bullet and just the fucking tension and it is how do no, you it's feel? called Russian roulette so it's surely been done in Russia yeah. but you think there was maybe first. Russian films first maybe. to have done it it's possible aye or Russian roulette's name is after the Russians who yeah. played it aye, I'm, I'm not saying like Deer Hunter created Russian roulette but just like <laughs> who kind of made it significant in pop culture like in in film aye. so I didn't think all day went out to start doing it right after seeing the film. Oh, that game looks so fucking good. They're all pulling the fucking guns at their ankle holsters. they got that tomato sauce to get when they fucking lose. Aye, that, that was a vicious, like... It's just... It was shocking. Like, the fucking blood pouring at the boy's head. Mm. Like, it was like a fucking tap on full pelt. It was, it was grim. It was good the way they've done it. All those wearing headbands, so it's probably easy... Aye, like, that, that has to be the reason why you would do it. Yeah, where the guy behind the it sitting back, pumping the fucking fake blood through <laughs> the rubber tubing into 
his gun, well, his fucking bullet wound. Yeah. So, but it was, how did you feel about the guys acting? Because obviously, when they first realise what's going on, when the first person gets shot, and it's, I think it's Stephen's not taking it well at all, he's like... Ah, he's like fucking gone full baby. Yes, ah, he is everything bar fucking crying for his mama. He's got, he is having an emotional breakdown every time he sees a fucking gun click. Somehow fucking Christopher Walken's eyebrows tend to walk somewhere else. (laughs) Who's he missing his eyebrows? <laughs> it just looked like at some points in the film his eyebrows were there and then they went back again. And it was just weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. And Robert De Niro's character, like, through the first half of the film, when you seen them, the way he acted with the deer hunting and the way that how he kind of acts as a leader, and that scene in the at the wedding where they come across the Green Beret mm-hmm. and he almost starts a fight with him, but like you feel like. He looks like one of they get at war. He kind of looks like he's ready for it mentally and seems to be skilled enough with a firearm to do so. Yeah. And then even he's... He does kind of cope well, but I don't think any of them imagines... It's just how Wiz has an idea to put three bullets in the fucking gun. Aye, that... To get a 50-50 chance of death. At first, I (laughs) I thought, that's crazy. And then when I realised why there were three bullets, it made fucking... Like, that's a brilliant plan. Just to fucking write. Okay, so I, there's a good chance I'll end it for myself right here. If not, got a good chance of shooting the cunts around me. And when it all fucking springs to life and they all start shooting each other, I was like, that was really good. Mm. Just because it was a fucking really tense scene. Because, like, oh God. Like, I think I felt myself sweating watching like, the Russian roulette scenes just because you're. Like, for the first time, anyway. Did this win anything? I think it got five Oscars. I'll we'll look them up. I don't know them off the top of my head, but I think it's a Should have been like best short movie for <laughs> fucking just, just that bit. <laughs> the rest of it I could do without. Yeah. But uh, when they manage to escape, it's, it's the part where he kind of goes back and he's not the same. De Niro. Now he goes back to... Was it Michigan? Fuck no, it's a shithole. Aye, and, and it's just like, he's doesn't want any fuss, and you can see they've already got the banners out for him, mm. and he just fucking tells the taxi driver just to fucking skip it. And just, it's like he was hiding in the woods until everyone left. No, oh, he went to the fucking, he went to a hotel. Aye, on the, like the next morning. Aye, he was standing up next to the garage. Yeah, and then he just went in, had a wee yap with Meryl Streep. Get your whole head. <laughs> Where's Nick? Oh, shit. You just killed the mood, too. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you killed the mood and the wood. Oh. <laughs> but that was it. Like, they have that great emotional moment. It's like where they're all pissed and running naked through the street. And they're all sitting down by like a lamppost and Nick's talking to Mike saying, just don't leave me there. Aye. Comes back without him. <laughs> so no wonder he fucking blocks him out later on when they meet up. Mm. <laughs> like, don't you remember? Oh, you're the prick that said you wouldn't leave me. Aye. What did you do? Yeah, I'm fucking mentally handicapped. Aye. It's like how, and that's another thing, the fucking passage of time. Yes. Isn't he fucking told whatsoever? You're thinking how long he's been there? Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't it to the point where the war was over? Oh, they say that it's going to be ending any minute now. Yeah, because... So you, but you didn't care when they actually went across. Mm-hmm. 
reckon how long it's been since he went across to when he left him. Aye, I can't mind if they put it like a year at the start of the film or not. Probably not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if they did, I never noticed it. Yeah. Because that would, that would have helped a wee bit. Mm-hmm. But what was it? it was like, the, the Russian roulette scene in the middle, I remember, was a weird one where, because I think the perspective was on Nick when he went in and he tried to stop them for shooting. Uh-huh. And then you had fucking Michael in the crowd. Uh-huh. And he was like, what are you doing up there? But he never kind of, he won. Like, they never kind of reunited. And there was a, that was part, I was all wonder why. It's like De Niro's character is a bit of a, like a recluse. Like, whilst his best friend's there in the same room, whilst they're still in Vietnam, because at that point they didn't kind of they're alive, because he fell off the helicopter. You should have fucking ran across the fucking table, maybe take a shot in the leg, <laughs> just to go up and give his pal a hug. But it doesn't kind of until he jump him. in a car. Aye. And then he'll chase after you a wee while. And it's like, oh, I tried, but I missed him. Aye, fuck. If he ever asks, I tried. <laughs> but it was, it's... The film's a journey. It is described as an epic Aye, war drama. Plot holes and... A bumpy journey. And deer hills and... Yeah. Holes. Aye. It is. It's one of these ones where I couldn't say it's a bad film. Oh, you kid. I didn't want to say it's a bad film. But you want to. You do. No, but I watch it. it. I generally enjoy watching it. Oh. Like, those things that you've highlighted is probably things, I, to be honest, I never really picked up on. There's no, there's no enough substance in that film to make a three-year film. Yes, aye. And I think back then, if it was a three-year film, you're getting an Oscar. Have you got anybody getting it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. So you bought, you could it's buy like, an Oscar by hiring the right people. Have the right formula. Huh. Three hours, two or three big actors: Meryl mm-hmm. Streep, Robert De Niro, fucking Christopher Walken. War. Right, they'll just be like looking at the sheet. Oh, who's in it? They're all in it. Oh, that film must be great. I'm gonna give that an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I could see the formula, and then right enough, five Oscars. Mm-hmm. It's, I do remember Meryl Streep was nominated for her role in it because there was a trivia note saying this was the first of several nominations. Oh, is she the one that's never won? I think I thought she'd won a couple, but oh, she's no. like the Who's she's the most nominated. Close that's never won. Someday like that, she's I, been nominated like eight times or something and never won. The when they all kind of came back and had like that second go at deer hunting. Aye. That was quite, I thought that was a good scene just because of how different it was. All the, the town buddies were all still the same, but I think if it was a bit of like PTSD for De Niro's character, like just the pissing about with guns. So he fucking goes into Russian roulette mode with Stan. Mm. <laughs> You're just thinking, <laughs> Stan wasn't expecting all this. Like, yeah. he just likes to show off with his wee gun. He wasn't expecting to get. <laughs> fucking clipped and just even fucking holding it so the gun could go off. Yeah, he's holding his like the trigger was in the in between his the f- thumb and the finger. Aye. So even if he even if he somehow pulled the trigger, the hammer couldn't go back. Yeah. His finger was like halfway down the barrel, so he couldn't pull the trigger. Aye. Like he was safe. <laughs> the only thing I never noticed, well, I expected to see was like Stan pissing himself when De Niro was like. Trying to fire the gun yeah. on him. Uh, that was the fucking very next... Is that the guy next... you go for? Uh, I can check for you. 
Like the, the guy that I didn't like. Yeah, Fredo. Fredo. Aye. Aye. Yeah. Fucking cunt. I didn't like him in that either. Aye. This was strange because this was... Deer Hunter was his last film. He was diagnosed with cancer prior to making it. And supposedly the film studio wanted to fire him from the film. And I think Meryl what, Street... To fire him because he was new. Aye, like in the sense that he's got cancer. And like... And it's something, like, it's something to do with the insurance, so when they go and insure him, and they just thought it'd be easier just to fucking cut him out of the film. Mm-hmm. But Robert De Niro and Meryl Streep paid for the insurance, and they said they'd leave the film if they were going to fire him. Mm-hmm. So they had to keep him in the film, shot all of his scenes first, and then he died before the film was released. Aye. Because his cancer was that bad. Okay. So I died at like the age 43, 42. And it was like, Deer Hunter was the very last thing he'd done. So it was like, but they were refusing, like, they were more like they were going to walk out since the studio were wanting to fucking fire him. Uh-huh. Like, Jesus Christ, that's a bit much. Yeah. So, it won Best Picture. Right. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Christopher Walken. Best Director, Michael Cinnamon. Uh, Oscar for Best Sound. You can like when the gun goes off. Uh, best Editing. Ugh. <sighs> Editing's always a hard one. I, I'm no... Like that. Get with my words. I don't like... I could barely fucking string a sentence new, but when I watch a film for editing, I can't even tell. Like, man, that's good editing. That's, like, that's a word-worthy edit. Yeah. Like, it just cuts to the next scene. I, I'm not good enough to understand it. I watched a video about the breaking down of the editing of Bohemian Rhapsody. And I needed like an eight minute video to show that the editing in that film was bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, whoa. And it was, there's like a scene where they all sit outside like a pub and they meet with a manager and it's on the bit there's like 30, 40 unnecessary takes. Like just cuts to folk doing absolutely nothing and then cuts back to folk talking, cuts back to other folks showing no reaction, cutting back. And it's like, okay. And there's like, and it got the Oscar. Was <laughs> so I reckon who decides the technical ones, but. Other nominees, um, you had De Niro was nominated for Best Lean Actor. Vim. Um, does not show, it just show me all the awards it won. But Meryl Streep got be- nominated for Best Actress. So we've kind of answered that question. Film's run time is three hours and three minutes. How is the film's pacing? <laughs> a lot to be desired for Andrew and it is it's one of those ones where I knew straight away I wasn't going to watch it in one go and <laughs> well I didn't do really a choice this morning you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's that fucking half past eight in the morning and it's like oh fuck ah. we can watch our film hopefully it's only 90 minutes <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was hoping I think ah. Stuart wouldn't pick a fucking three years film is no it? but IMDB would oh. <laughs> Yeah, you could have watched like two rush hours <laughs> in, <laughs> in amongst fucking Deer Hunter. Mm. But there is, it's um, a, the soundtrack and score to the film. I do think there's a significant one. No. Oh, um, I can remember all the Russian music at the start. Yes. And then fucking. God bless America at the end. Uh, Patriotism. I think it was a. I think the director was trying to put a bit of fucking, uh, what was it, satire mm-hmm. in it. 
about sending the people to war and then come back and come back defeat it for no reason whatsoever. And even for the ones that did come back, also like mentally and physically broke. Yeah. So that's what I felt like. I felt like what um Thanks America. Hollywood stars are like nowadays. Ah, I was like they're all politicians. Yeah. Like but back in the fucking I'm 70s. going to get paid lots of money to put my opinions on people who are going to listen to me. Ah, they just didn't have Twitter in the late 70s, that's the problem. <laughs> said, nah, let's put it on fucking film. Three hours of it. <laughs> now it's like, let's do 148 characters. <laughs> well, we'll show you what happened in the, in the war. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll make sure you can that we didn't like it. <laughs> and... There's probably, you know what, we just need to talk about the the key scene now where right. Michael returns back to Vietnam, goes, finds the, the fucking Russian roulette den. Yeah. And there is just this blank slate of Nick. Yeah. And, like, he knows, like, he was, I reckon if he would just, because they, they kind of described it as through stress that he's kind of forgotten who he is. He's buried all these memories and yeah. just making daft money playing Russian roulette and sending his alimony uh. to this kid he's got in the States. <laughs> <laughs> his best pals in the legs, but don't worry, son, I'll get your, keep your wife sorted before we, before we go. And it was a great moment where fucking Stephen pulls that drawer open and it's just all the elephants. Aye, and, and just fat stacks of cash. Uh. <laughs> no, that elephant bit, there was the bit where he was trying to get shagged by the hooker, but then it changed his mind. Yes, because the kid's crying in the crib. And, uh, and he looks at the window and says, Oh, elephants, I like elephants. <laughs> I thought that, like, he was like, I can't look at the kid, right? Just give me a BJ by the window. Uh, elephants. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Is that, no, is that, I like I can't elephants. can do this. <laughs> elephants can make me hard think. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and to, I thought this was the, like, the Love You Long Time film, but I remembered it. That's full fucking metal. Full metal jacket. Yeah. Oh no, too big. <laughs> so, but aye, that confrontation when they have at, at the fucking Russian roulette table where fucking Michael's just determined to try and jog his memory, even to the point where they sat doing it at the table and they're fucking spinning the gun and he just... Uh, then he looks at his ear on scars. Fuck knows why he's got them. Yeah. Good. Why did you bring it up if you're not going to give us any context? Self-harming? Unknown. Because uh, at first there's like drug use. No, he kind of. He could have slept in the shower and cut it on a fucking. a broken fucking slate. You can, never do, you'll never know because <laughs> the director thinks he can just show you something and don't tell you fuck all about it. <laughs> the imagination, Andrew, you fill in the blanks. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> he fell in the shower and cut his ear up. I think they went, ow. That they, was all he said. <laughs> I'm not even good enough at that Christopher Walker impression to do it but no, no, no. <laughs> just talking about children watches up his arse <laughs> <laughs> to give to a child Bruce Willis in other films <laughs> but uh, I wonder if it's based on a book like it maybe, has to be because then there's like because the, there's the so many plot has, holes that a book would would have to fill in uh, that a director would have to chop out to uh, make a to make a fucking reasonably uh, length film uh, and at that stage, still quite unreasonable length. Yeah. It's strange. I'm trying to think how many three-hour films that, that are known off like, the top of my head. Because I'm sure The Hateful Eight is either three hours or just shy of three hours. And just trying to think of good three-hour films. Are all the Lord of the Rings over three hours? Are close? They're close to it. 
director's cuts are probably over three. Oh, well, aye, aye, aye. Yeah. I mean, that's it. It's... I'm sure the th- three films together were about... Over nine. More than, a lot more than nine, aye. Yeah. But as I can't think of any other over three hour long films that are fucking brilliant. I really want to say Hateful Eight, but I don't think that's like 250 or something. Anyway, it is when you're making something that long, you either need to split into, like Kill Bill. Yeah. Whereas that probably still could have worked as one film because there's so much going on, but you'd still have a fucking numb arse after watching it. Uh-huh. It's really, right, we're not going to the cinema the night to see Deer Hunter at a midnight showing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then it'll be, it'll be fucking light when you come out again. <laughs> You're just sitting there with a fucking pistol trying to take shots. Like, come on, please. <laughs> You're sitting playing fucking Russian roulette with fucking walking at the end, <laughs> praying that it's your gun goes off first. <laughs> and it is. It's a fucking sad moment when you sh- there's like they look at each other and have that glimpse. Where no, but he remembers. This is one shot. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, one shot. Okay, man. Aye, the, the blood and the Nero's fucking screaming and greeting. And he's like, no, I got you for that one second and you fucking killed yourself. Just, it's very emotional and dramatic. The best bit in that whole section was when walking spat his face. Because that was fucking real. <laughs> that was the best fucking honest, real acting in the film, in my opinion. <laughs> when you see him fucking born it up with his tongue and fucking lobbing it in his pus. Aye. It's me, Mike. Say I'm Mike. Your mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> said, Gob. <laughs> Get my way, I've got some cunt to no shoot. Aye. Some cunt to, I've got some cunt to make kill themselves. Aye. I'm trying to think. So I phoned you at the very end of the film this morning then. Yes. When they were all going back to the bar. And they were right, they just got in the bar. Getting ready to sing. Aye. And it looked like fucking. It's like a freeze frame. The all kind of doing something at the end. Oh, aye, but before that it was like fucking Fredo was fucking with Michael's wife. It's mm. like he was like holding her bag, helping her and sitting next to her and Michael's at the other side of the table. All <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucked up because he's near legs and that. Aye, Stephen. That's what I said. You were saying Michael. Did I? Aye. It's Michael. I was like, De Niro. I was like, who's De Niro's wife? <laughs> aye, that's all. Aye, um, <laughs> I was going to say if it was that's just because Stan's groveling because he's fucking scared of Michael <laughs> your wife out the car <laughs> can she know your wife I wouldn't have surprised me if I had a wife <laughs> no, I just, fucking just don't tell me <laughs> she was up at the end who are you I'm your wife oh, okay. I remember now our marriage is on the cutting room floor <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, so overall opinion of the film Andrew Me. Meh. Fair enough. Had a couple of good scenes, but that was it. Not enough to save it. No. Okay. That's good. Fuck off. Not great. But. Is it, what is it, is, does it merit its fucking top 250? In oh, your opinion? We, we will get to that. It's kind of. It is epic. Didn't he? In the sense, like, in, in try my, to fucking make folk feel no, like it is. It's, it's this PC and Wikipedia describe it as an epic war drama. So, so what do you think? I think epic is right for <laughs> for the running time. Run time like, only. 
the fact it's a, a three hour war movie for that period Ish. with these actors so it's kind of got those but is it a great movie no well I I did say it was great earlier so I'm contradicting myself but it's not an entertaining film it could so it's it, not good because films are made to entertain I know but some films aren't entertaining there's definitely there's <laughs> some films you watch just to kind of say right I've seen that oh it shouldn't yes. it be like that I know you're going to be entertained but you could be left disappointed like also that's you're what, left that's what's wrong with folk they think, oh, that's getting a lot of hype, I'll go and watch it, even though I'm not interested in it at all. Aye, it would be the sense that you come out and say, that's brilliant. Like, Why? Because everyone says it's brilliant. No. Like, that's it's fine. It's not a subject I wanted to watch, so I'm not watching it. Yes. Hence why I've not seen fucking all that Roma pish. Oh, yeah. Aye, that was alright. Fuck, see? Hmm? Would you, if, you, if it didn't get any buzz, would you watch it? You'd flick through Netflix yeah. and you see it pop up. Would you watch it if nobody fucking was talking about it? No, because that's the only way I'd hear about if somebody recommends a film, then that's it on my radar. No. So if I then see, see it... See, I'll read the description and if it suits good, I'll watch it. Yeah, but then you're not reading through the... people fucking the tell black... me what's good and what isn't good. Aye, but do you normally read through the black and white Spanish films reading the plots no. to find a good one? No, because <laughs> I don't <laughs> like that subject. I never will. Just <laughs> <laughs> no matter how fucking... Like the best actor in the world comes in, you better fucking watch it, it's brilliant. No, it's not my kind of film, Peter, pal, eh? <laughs> Fuck you. You boy, you cunt. What are you doing here? <laughs> He's a sub. I work for Netflix, I'm just recommending, I'm really pushing this movie, you should watch it. No. <laughs> Fuck you. But I, that's it, I'll, I'll, if Fuck recommend it, if I hear it enough times... Aye, if not, I'm talking about like if, aye, if you're asking people and you know that's different. Aye, but if it's like, but if you're like reading all the news and shit, like mm-hmm. critics, they get fucking paid money to save a film together, no? Yeah, and I didn't. It's like scrolling through headlines, and it's, it doesn't really affect me unless it's really one way or the other. Like I had to go see Suicide Squad just to determine if it was a bad film or not because every critic was shitting on it. I was like, that can't be that bad. I wanted to watch it because I liked the characters. Like, I, I liked the idea of it, but then it was like a week before it came out, and then all these like, was like, I'm still going to see it. I would have watched it if nobody mentioned it whatsoever because <laughs> I like it. I like exactly. It's on your radar because it's like a comic book movie, yeah. and it's a genre I enjoy. Exactly. So now, now what? I won't even bother asking you about the rewatchability of this film. There is none. <laughs> and uh, you admitted it as well. Yes, I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> like, it is. I feel I've maybe watched it. Like, let's say, when did the HD DVD fucking die? That was like 10 years ago. So I feel. I was uh, 21 when the Xbox 360 came out, I think. Uh, so uh, I was like, that was the last time I really. Even further back before that, because I bought it and never watched it. So it's like, it feels like once every 10 years, but it's. After watching it now, I probably didn't need to see it again. Like, this is the only reason I've watched it again, is because I'm needing to watch it for the podcast. Yeah. So, I normally wouldn't watch it unless it's on Sky and it's near a Russian roulette scene. <laughs> just to kind of watch, like, just <laughs> if I'm just wanting that wee fucking intense fix of tension. Yeah, I would never need to watch that bit again. Just pull it up on YouTube. Oh, the best 10 minutes. <laughs> only 10 minutes of substance. There probably is, like, somebody's not a cut where it's just the best bits. But um, in amongst all this shit, Andrew, oh, shit. who steals the film for you? Who's your favourite actor in amongst all those cunts? 
What, in terms of just this film? Or in yeah. Like, we've done the best job. Pre, Pre-gone to the... Join the army, it was... Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. He was merely like a generally nice guy. Aye, diffuser of De Niro. Aye, aye and then it's just, De Niro was just like a fucking... The token thing, broody fucking cunt. Aye. Who's going to be the hero? You can, he's going to be the main character. Aye. Because he's angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And I like De Niro. He acted as we had at the end, trying to get fucking uh, Nick back. Oh no, that, 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 that made me fucking feel bad. No one again, we bad. <laughs> I just didn't think that that was no one that was good acting. Christopher Wong's fucking flopped about like a fucking dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just grabbed out the water and he's sitting there like, what are you doing, mate? You shut your mouth for fuck's sake. You were shut the head. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... At least they didn't turn around and have like a wee emotional bit. Talk to him at the end. Like, <laughs> maybe he never fucking said the memory of shot in the head and the line of him crying. One shot, Mike. It's like, no, I'm holding your brains. <laughs> How could you still form a sentence? Exactly. For what? <laughs> the Nero's put a thumb in the bullet hole to bring him back. Oh. I stopped the bleeding. It's okay. <laughs> okay, now, this is this bet you'll like. Does it deserve to be at the 169th in the top? I think that... I can't even say I think it should be in the top 250 because... I think I could tell you two fifty films off the top of my head. I think it's better, but mm-hmm. I do but think it's worthy of it's... all the fucking applause it gets. Aye, well that's it. I think it was more or less back in the day. It was huge, and when you look at lists now, it's there, but it's never like the top ten or number one. It's like this is it. It's one hundred sixty nine. Mm. This is not like a film in their top ten. Like maybe on a more argument points that it doesn't deserve to be there. Yeah. Like it's not even in the top hundred, so, and they do. They, the fact that they went to two hundred and fifty, kind of a lot of stuff gets in. That doesn't necessarily mean it's should be heralded as cinematic gold. Yeah. But now, don't think we've got anything else to say about the film. Thanks. Okay. Should we talk about the budget in the box office? How much do you think it costs to make a film like this? Sixty. Just with them having to jump back and forth for Saigon to fucking America mm-hmm. and to wherever the wilderness is. Right. You don't care enough, but... I, it was not only the point... I, I never told you ahead of time to look this part up. Like, also, this is the part that I like Mike Oh, do. is this fucking Mike shit? Aye. That's why I'm just looking up the new. You I know, I should have said to you. I would tell you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say that to me like about three times a week anyway, so it uh, only affects me. This film only costs 15 million to make. 15? 15. One five. It's because of fuck all. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just basically they give somebody $500 to film a wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that. That was that boy Savage getting married. I had to bring the cameras to the wedding, it's fine. Um, fuck knows with the rest. That's why there's no war in it. Uh, so couldn't <laughs> afford it. Um, do you think it made its money back? 
Nej, hvis det er sådan en Oscar, så er det en Så Box office have it at uh, 49 million. I'm just going mm. to see if that's domestic or worldwide. Uh, it's only got a domestic figure, so I made 49 million domestically. Mm-hmm. Uh, trivia. I kind of mentioned something earlier about how Stan in the filmed all his scenes first because he was dying. Meryl Streep and Robert De Niro were going to walk off unless the studio made sure they kept him on the film. Uh, let's have a look. Let's see what. Okay. The slapping in the Russian roulette scenes was 100% authentic. The actors grew very agitated by the constant slapping, which naturally added to the realism of the scene. Just They should just be glad that it was not Tarantino that was filming it. Mm-hmm. It would have been him that was slapped. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Uh, co-writer and director uh, Michael Semino convinced Christopher Walken to spit in Robert De Niro's face. When Walken actually did it, De Niro was completely shocked, as evidenced by his reaction. In fact, Robert De Niro was so furious about it, he nearly left the sets. Semino later said that Walken, he's got courage. <laughs> so... That is some nuggets of trivia for you. Yeah. Uh, Amazon One Star Reviews. Yes. There's 19 out of 297. Oh. 10 of those you didn't watch on Amazon Prime. No. No. 10 of them are folk complaining about how crappy the Amazon Prime copy is. Oh. Supposedly the sound is absolute shite. Oh, yeah. So, that's that. And I've not looked up the other ones. I've just written... Three bullet points, and I've just written the word one, two, three. <laughs> where I could have copy and paste those answers, but I'd imagine there's probably some people that have a similar opinion of yourself on there. Yeah. Now, let's choose a film equally as good for next week. No, let's please pick one better. <laughs> and this will be for our individual reviews. Now, are you still happy to do the Clint Eastwood Western for a few dollars more? Aye. Cool. Definitely gonna be better. I started watching it and I was quite enjoying it. There's a crazy old, old train man who I just want to cry. Old Pappy, he just looks like he's got knee teeth and a big old bushy beard, and he's just giving Clint Eastwood shit. And he's like, "I'm fucking bad here." <laughs> and he's like, "Huh?" It's <laughs> just a big Popeye chin, knee teeth. It's a western. Right. It's actually, I've never properly sat and watched the Clint Eastwood westerns, and after watching Yo Jimbo. And then knowing that it got remade as A Fistful of Dollars. I watched A Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more is the sequel. And then I discovered that The Good, The Bad, The Ugly is the third part of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I always thought The Good, The Bad, The Ugly was just like either the fucking start of a series and they just followed on for it. I never well, knew it couldn't it. have been the start of the series if every cut dies. I've never seen it. Eh? We fucking reviewed it, didn't we know? No, that's coming up next. The good, the bad, the ugly. We we've watched like the South Korean, like the good, the bad, and the weird. No, we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. What did we watch? Fucking cheating on me with another movie podcast, you dick. Oh no, I'm thinking the fucking seven. Oh, Magnificent Seven. Aye, just when you said the copy of the fucking. Aye, it got remade. Yeah. yeah. Aye. Oh, Leverkundi's now do that. Yeah. 
and Z- Denzel laugh. I think you know that. And just because he was in the <laughs> remake. <laughs> or some shit Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You said me like Alan Partridge there. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, for myself, I'm trying to think what we had left. We've got that's I bought Bridge on the River Kwai and Pan and Labyrinth because they're in like the individual reviews. So choose one for me. Pan's Labyrinth. Okay. Because it's foreign. <gasps> you never said it was foreign. Right. I didn't think it was foreign when I went to the pictures to see it. <laughs> Good for you. It was. Good for me. I enjoyed it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I just mind it. Fucking uh, hand man with uh, the eyes and the hands. Yeah. That's only a wee bit of weirdness. Mm-hmm. So, next week. Aye. And I think I reckon Mike will probably do it. No, Mike's not going to be here. So, oh. that'll be that. He'll get to do it inside out eventually. He's <laughs> back on Sky now. Is it? Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, congratulations if you're still with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, what the fuck else to talk about? Yeah. Follow us on social media if you care at FAS Podcast. Watch for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Right. Buy your shit for Amazon. Yep. Go to filmsandswearing.com. Click on the Amazon link. Do your shopping as normal. Other than that. Yeah. Okay, Andy. Fuck off and tune in next week.